Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first recording of Benshin, where people find passions and passions find people. To briefly describe what this podcast is about, I'll first state the fact that life kills passions. There are way too many instances in my life and in the lives of those around me that I see a creative thought or idea get suppressed because of quote-unquote responsibilities. Friends and family's achievable dreams are left on the back burner, never to be thought about again. Life is about choices. The routines you have now will stay with you for life if you don't make a change. The world's greatest professionals were once amateurs given a choice. Don't be jealous about what someone else is doing or can do because until you try, you might be better at it than them. You might be the world's next best Olympic fencer. You could even be New York Times best-selling author, and I can almost guarantee, without a doubt, one of you guys could have the country's biggest pumpkin at the state fair. You know, might be a long shot, but you never know until you try. Here on Vention, I want to bring these choices to you directly by talking to experienced and driven individuals in order to find the right paths and helping you all find or rekindle your passions. Now, on to episode Smiles, recorded January 10th, 2020, where Alex Russell, Hector Gonzalez, Zach Good, and I go into our experiences in our college's 48-hour film challenge of 2019. In here, we discuss the successes and failures we found as a team. We also address some of the tools and ideals one needs not only as a filmmaker, but as a successful individual, while also mixing in a select few of the mini-stories we had while filming. So, without further ado, quiet on set. Okay, scene one, take one, Avention Productions, and marker. Hi, I am the co-director and composer of Smiles. My name is Zach Good, or as I'm known in the film world, Zachary Good. I'm a freshman in college. What's your major? Oh, I'm a major in film production. Nice. We're we're going Hector next. (laughs) All right. Hey, everyone. My name is Hector Gonzalez. I was the assistant director, a.k.a. the mom of the set, (laughs) (laughs) on Smiles, and I am a junior currently. And I'm... Digital oh, film production. You're That's a freshman. freshman oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a freshman to GCU. Yes, this is my first year here at GCU. That's correct. My name is Jeff. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, my name's Alex. Um, I was I I was the producer. I produce <laughs> mm-hmm. on Smiles. Um, I'm 55, single, and ready to mingle. Oh <laughs> yeah. For all you uh, ladies, I'm a junior at GCU. Not 55. I'm not 55. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, um, and I'm studying. I'm majoring in film production, like everyone else here, mm-hmm. except, except for Christian. Yeah. And uh, minoring, minoring, minoring in marketing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Oh, you were smart. Yeah. 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 So if it doesn't work out, I mean, I'll be I homeless, <laughs> but <laughs> you have a place to stay. <laughs> This is Christian. I was the graphic design and PA, the production assistant. I I, I did the clapper. I was you did. You were right. such a great clapper. That Between you and David Sanchez, man, <laughs> I was so pleased on that set. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, man. You d- you know you really I clapped like and then I 
operated the boom later that night. One That's thing right. that I will say. Yeah, you say didn't drop the clapper. Hector. One <laughs> 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 thing I will say about this, that like one of my other favorite parts from the whole experience what? Hector's just not realizing that he did, in fact, drop the clapper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> one time, okay. <laughs> but my whole, like, like one of my favorite parts was actually having Christian on the set. Because yeah. he was so, like, it was almost like a little... Um, and that's the podcast. It was almost, <laughs> it was almost like a little, like, like schoolboy. <laughs> like, wanting to learn everything. Yeah. Like, he'd come up and be like, hey, so, like, what's going on here like what what is this and what are we yeah. doing this for and i was like dude i love this is sweet <laughs> christian, christian is just a beam of positivity really is yeah. walking around bright smile so. cute yeah <laughs> <laughs> so going back to exactly what we're talking about um what were we talking about so this is a 48 hour film challenge right a none film? of us have done it before yes um, correct what you do is you attend you cr- with your group. Um, you guys know more about, like, the process than me because I had to, like, come in, like, a few hours late. Um, you go in with your group, and you collect uh, a letter, I believe, at, like, 6 p.m. Like a strip of paper. On Friday? Yeah. Friday, mm-hmm. strip of paper, and it says a genre, two genres. Right. And then it says one line of dialogue right. and one prop. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we th- <laughs> we actually were very fortunate with the ones that we got because some of the other groups had some, like, really obscure stuff. Yeah. But um, our genres were thriller and comedy. Uh, our line of dialogue was, uh, I accept this with great joy. Or, uh, and, and I, I accepted, accepted it, it with joy. joy. And I accepted it with joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was like That's right. Was. We are a part of a cult now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's even a cult thing to say. And I accept this with joy. And I accepted it with joy. <laughs> um, and then our prop was balloon, a bag of balloons. Yes. Um, the story really just writes itself. And so basically, <laughs> yeah. uh, comedy was out of it. <laughs> right. Com- uh, I mean, comedy is just very difficult. In general, yes, everything has yeah. to be perfectly placed in order to become become like remotely funny. Yes. Right. Now, I the only reason like I was so against comedy when we first pulled it was because it's hard to do so. You don't know what everybody's taste is. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. when you try to write a comedy right. in a forty-eight with a group that you've never worked with before, it's typically not going to work out because there's going to be maybe one joke here that might be too like either too clean or too much yeah um that you know and when you have that like it's kind of hard to get everybody on board for it whereas like when you like for thriller you know it's typically there's a bad guy Mm. there's a good guy yeah in this case good girl (laughs) yeah (laughs) that sounds weird to say (laughs) but gal good gal and (laughs) It's just, I feel like for a group just meeting and just doing this for the first time, I think that's why Thriller works so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thing with comedy, too, is is that you have to get the timing down absolutely yeah. right, and your actors have to be stellar. Yeah. And they have to, and, and we had stellar actors. What I'm saying is, like, it, comedic, you have to have stellar comedic actors, is, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. And for us not knowing, like, you know, we're like, I don't know what we have to deal with. 
Because um, no, I guess Parker was the only pro- Parker and Preston were the only ones that had acted before, other than Keegan. And Keegan, but right. Keegan wound up not being able to be cast. Um, Did so Harper? It, no, first time. Yeah, first time. What's her major? She wants to be a cinematographer. She, she was in production. She was in film production. I d- remember talking to her. She was maybe talking about switching her major and then making film her minor. She was very natural at it. Like she regardless. Was. Yeah, which caught me off guard because like. Hanging out with her and talking to her after the fact, kind of, I would never, I'm like, I don't think that's offensive to say, but I would have never guessed her to think, like, I would have never thought to have guessed, that's how I'm supposed to say it, to, like, see that she was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I would never say, like, oh, yeah, she can act. Yeah, but yeah. She's, she's a very mild mannered yes. person. Very, and so you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it, but then, like, especially that, that parking garage scene. Like when she did, I was actually mm-hmm. I, had, I had to look away while we were filming it because, like, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> you're like Harper, you're making me cry. Um, so yeah, she was phenomenal. Parker was phenomenal. Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And you know, good old, good old boy Preston. Good old boy. Yeah. The funniest thing is like they are the most country boys ever. <laughs> They're like oh, yeah. little town in California. They're such hicks. <laughs> Whenever they go home, they send me Snapchat videos, and they're like, "Girl, here, got my, got my tractor and my my shotgun. We're going dove hunting." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> when wow. I when I first met them, I was like, okay." <laughs> and yet, they're great theatrical. They're amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. guess to show you, it doesn't matter what your background is. You can that's be in, right. You can you can <laughs> dang near be an art student wherever you're from. <laughs> that's right. That is true. Because it's all your three vision how do you expect (laughs) us to know what you were talking about i don't know um so (laughs) the the cult connection i don't know (laughs) yeah i was and we accepted it (laughs) with joy (laughs) um so how did the script writing go i came in at the at the end part because I yeah. got the time wrong. <laughs> that, okay. was gri- that was my that was my introduction to this group. You know, I was like, I also do not. Hi guys, because I was going to get props. I I can speak for it. I was wait Hector because you were out getting props too, right? I was with Alex. Yeah, so I was. Like, we I were I buying was, blood. I was the <laughs> only one there. Well, okay, I'll I'll say this. It's pretty. That expensive. was probably the only time that we had like dis- like real disagreements. As you do, um, that's normal. Yeah, it's yeah. writing. Um, yeah. but we had. I mean, it was it was the the main like ideas, uh, the, the, like the main people that kind of took over was Parker wrote quite a bit, uh, I wrote quite a bit, and then uh, Brayden. Mm-hmm. Um, later Parker's on, a very colorful. And then Bra- Brayden kind of Brayden yeah. kind of like overlooked the whole script, and it was kind of like, you know that that's what. Didn't didn't Keegan do like the original like? Keegan had the idea. Or er, Ke- Keegan. Um, Ke- Keegan worked with, um, I he was like, I call it, I literally call him script consultant because like I would we, we when we would have a disagreement. He's written like a bunch of, like he's done screenplay writing before. Yeah, for, and like, he, theater. So have you, though, right? Yeah. So um, you two were kind of like, uh, he was he was the guy that like every time like I would have him solve the disputes because yeah. I knew that like he's the person that he knows what's gonna be good and not like he just naturally kind of knows. Yeah. Um. And he did. I'm trying to. Uh, there was there was one like major plot point that he really did it. Um, work on a lot. And David Sanchez had some. Um. He helped with dialogue. Um, He's also the best boom in the West. He is the best <laughs> boom in the West. Um, Kerchu. He 
And then and then I came in like super late. They told me the pitch, and I was like, I'm along for the ride. Just <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christian was just like smiling, thumbs up in the corner. Oh, <laughs> well, we I came in, and we still didn't even have the title, right? We didn't have. We didn't have the title until like I, the I, middle of production the next day, right? No, no we didn't even have it. I I have my. Woo. I still have my clapper, and oh, um, we never erased it. Oh jeez, it does not say smiles. It says balloon the balloon. Man? Oh, the balloon. Yeah, it does. That's right. Oh, we went from. Mm. What did we go from? We went from the balloon yeah. man, the balloon, because we wanted to simplify it. And then we were like, well, b- b- to like something sem- super obscure. And then I think <laughs> it was like Braden or Keegan or one of them was like, why would we have the the? And then for like about <laughs> ten seconds, it was balloon until, <laughs> until someone goes, "We're not naming it balloon." <laughs> yeah, I, think that might I I'm I always think titles if they're not like a word like like let's say a movie's called Magic, you're not gonna call it the Magic. I mean, you can <laughs> the it, smiles. You can make it called touch. the smiles. Yeah. So like calling something like uh, an object just like. Balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that works. So this is a thriller. Yeah, like this is a thriller called about balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that be <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Like the the music hits, <laughs> balloon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like followed by like a squeaky toy. Yeah, the, music's, uh, the music's like bomb balloon. <laughs> 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 yeah, it would just be one note, <laughs> balloon. Just. <laughs> Welcome to the thriller. <laughs> Balloon. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Imagine just combining our both genres and just doing comedy and thriller. Now, so <laughs> I don't know if that was a be an option, but that would have been, I would have been down for that. <laughs> yeah. So it I was mean, almost kind of a comedy thriller it because still everybody, been hard. everybody laughed hysterically at the balloon twisting to look at Parker. <laughs> yeah. That gave off, I thought it was going to get a different reaction, like a, oh, that's creepy. Instead it got, ah, <laughs> it got a. I think people really it. couldn't get. Uh, I think it's this one. Nope. Yeah, they got that right. reaction. Dude. Dude. Yeah. I, I didn't know how people would react. Like, to me, I was taking it very seriously and then people were laughing at it. I had something similar happen to, like, a final I did. Where like half of the people <laughs> cried, <laughs> and the other half. Oh yeah, we were supposed Black. to talk about this. Yeah. Well, at what point do you want to talk about that? Um, uh, brief, brief. Okay. Yeah. Um. So basically, expanding the Preston Cinematic Use Universe, excuse me, also known as the PCU. The PCU. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Preston was our doctor in this, and our main character was basically about this girl and her boyfriend. And, like, how, like, her boyfriend dies. And she's, like, dealing with that, right? And originally we had filmed it to where they had an argument. And literally he leaves the dorm and dies two feet outside of the dorm. What? I showed, I showed, <laughs> I showed Alex. I showed you the footage. What's this called? Is it on YouTube? Yes, it, it, is, on, it, it is on YouTube. It's called, um, oh, shoot. I can't remember. How did he die? Dang it. I remember the footage it's a, vaguely. You didn't see the the chainsaw, the, the flying chainsaw. <laughs> Is that what no, you're I'm just talking? kidding? <laughs> it's called letting go. <laughs> like all the girls are crying, like oh, he died flying so chainsaw. <laughs> so <I> mean, <laughs> he he died choking on a half-eaten corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> we had like a limited time to like record everything um, because of reasons, and so um, yeah. So I was like, I wasn't really feeling him dying two feet outside of the dorm, so. 
I googled man dies on skateboard <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that pops up is like this guy in Ohio or something, right? <laughs> and so it fades in after the argument fades in the news footage and her like flashing flashing forward in time, her running down the hospital. And then um it was shot in broad daylight, but I'm actually panning down and I worked with like contrast and brightness to make it look like it's in the night and I like added like a effect where it looks like police sirens are on his hand and I kid you not half of the people laughed and oh, like no. three girls yeah, no. or something cried I think it was I honestly think not was, out of laughter not out of laughter <laughs> not after laughter I think it was the one girl in front of or sitting next to you and sitting behind me and Paulo mm-hmm. cause me and Paulo halfway through heard <laughs> yeah. and we were like oh gosh <laughs> and then we turned around after it's over she's like was so beautiful and i mean and everybody else was like that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> i gotta watch it now oh Dude. gosh what's it called it's called letting go letting go letting go letting yeah. go letting go yeah, it back the, the funny thing about it is like he did a very official like he went and got a news broadcast yeah <laughs> literally just put it on over yeah. and it was so unexpected from us because we're like at first, I thought, you guys know what Fiverr is? Yeah. I thought he got one of those, like, people that pretend to be news anchors yeah, on yeah. Fiverr. And I was yeah. like, dang, okay. And then after he told me he just yanked it from some person that actually died, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it <laughs> actually shows directly the Directly in my like, head, I was like, yeah. man, what if that family finds this and goes, eh. <laughs> was that our boy? <laughs> oh, God. I feel bad. Would oh, they, w- question is, would they laugh or cry? Oh God! Probably, probably it's a 50-50. It's a fifty. Dude, I I dedicated it to my little sister. She loves Hallmark. She wants to move to Canada. What? Oh my! Yeah, Canadian. Uh, youngest sister Zoe just loves Hallmark. And Ew! <laughs> and you um, do too, Alex. I love Hallmark. And so <laughs> it was it was like you know a little bit more of a hard jerker. So in the description, I I said, "Do you like Hallmark films?" So it was my sister. This is dedicated to all of you. Oh Aww. my! Yeah. Aww. So it's dedicated to my little oh, sister. No. Yeah. I thought that was going to take a really dark yeah. turn. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so funny thing. So I don't know what it is about pe- like people in their finals, but I feel like any film student is like, if I don't make the professor cry, I'm going to fail. Because I had to, I had to score three final, like you three did finals, finals right? for people. Uh, no, I didn't do polos. I did oh. Sam's, uh, Braden's, and then my own. Because, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. you know. I had the opposite reaction. I was so ready to be done with the semester. Um, our film, I cut out about three minutes of footage. About It was about a two-minute and 45-second uh, final about a boy who tore his ACL, and it's a recovery, and uh, there's a lot of time lapse. <laughs> oh, dude, you should have. I have a knee scar. <laughs> oh. Should have cast same me. As, same <laughs> as yours? Is it the same scar, dude? Uh, Come on, really? <laughs> I take offense I mean, to that. <laughs> it, could, it could be long enough. That's fair. It yeah, could be fair. from the a, knee to the big toe, and it's actually a zipper. Ooh. And he's actually not a. He's a robot, and he's. <laughs> Sorry, Siri just yelled at me. Uh, anyways, it's a zipper, and he's actually a robot being operated by three gerbils. I. That's a wow. good theory. I would believe it too, Whoa. honestly. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god! He just plugs right into the computer and just composes music. 
That's how it oh, works. Oh, the gerbil. It's like a ratatouille thing going on. Yeah. The gerbils, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of being great well chefs, be. pulling yeah. his hair. they're like, uh, they're gerbils. Yeah. Exactly. And they're great <laughs> composers. Yeah. They just happen to have gone to like the Juilliard School of Arts <laughs> for composing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> something that was really funny, after the entire, entire experience, after... I think it was while they were editing through the editing process or directly after we watched all the films. Heck, uh, Hector and I were talking and he said, oh, I watched a video about how to do the 48-hour film challenge. And I said, oh, yeah, I watched that exact same video. And it's called 48-hour film challenge survival guide. Yeah. Oh. And we <laughs> both watched that after the fact. Oh, we learned... Nothing. We did everything absolutely wrong. We, it was hilarious. Oh um, here are just a few notes that, that they encourage. Brandon um, was really the director of this. <laughs> I actually had nothing to do with this project. Um, <laughs> um, shooting should be, should be the shortest. Shooting yeah. should take the shortest <laughs> amount of time. Yeah. Who yeah. said that? I mean, yeah, probably don't do... <laughs> Does Martin Scorsese... See, hating on another thing. How dare he? How dare he? Hate on smiles. Hey. I mean, what, what, what's next? <laughs> my 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 senior project. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Uh, we did do very well with like organizing cast and crew, securing and assembling equipment, oh. scout and secure locations. Yeah. Ish. One part was the cast, but. Uh, locations. <laughs> that was. A disaster. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> we knew not, we were going to go to the parking entirely. garage. We knew we were going to go to my apartment. Yeah, yeah. We got lucky and got the church. We just Th- The problem was, is we put where we were going before we really thought about if we yeah, could yeah. go there. Mm-hmm. Luckily, yeah. the church worked out great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, the carnival in downtown Tempe, that whole thing was probably, that's my bad, because I suggested both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I yeah, mean, it's fine. Let's go. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I know a guy. He's the balloon man, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is based on a real-life story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but okay, I've, you you continue. I will tell you guys something later. But, oh. um, yeah, so, no, <laughs> so one of the major things that Hector even brought up earlier is, like, we did have, uh, it was a competition, and the seniors swept the board with oh, all yeah. the awards. Oh, yeah. um, the thing that they did, which totally is something that we need to do yeah. is they stuck to one single location. Mm. They, it was all indoors. It was all in one room. I'm not saying that everything should yeah. be this compact because it literally was just in one room the entire thing. They had one like comedy shot where he walks out to his car mm-hmm. and it was an outdoor shot. Like, oh no, we have two locations. But it literally just like one spot. Us, on the other hand, literally traveled like 30 minutes to downtown, <laughs> 30 minutes back at 2 a.m., and yeah. like uh, we just extended ourselves so far, um, bringing it down and bringing it closer is definitely something that we could do. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I yeah. I think me and Hector actually had a very similar conversation to that because I think you yeah. came over for one more night before or after the contest, and you stayed the night one more like one more night just because, and we talked about it, and um, it was definitely. Like, it's noticeable, and like you said, it's because they're seniors. They've done this many times before. They've done two every semester. Right. Or they've done one every semester for four years. Mm -hmm. And so they know, like, 
if you overstretch or like you know over like complicate all your areas they're gonna go to yeah it's gonna put a hindrance mm, in production yeah, yeah. if yeah. we stayed all close together like if we shot it all in this general area we probably could have got done with shooting way sooner and then got the edit put together a lot and gave him yeah. more time for composing and right so that like you're saying it's a lesson learned yeah. um do i think for 48s that you shouldn't travel i don't think so yeah yeah, yeah. i think there's if, a balance if you have like i just like would say have your whole day planned out yeah, yeah. like have yeah. have everything scheduled like if you're drive not done time by, yep drive time and make sure make sure uh next time you just make sure like everyone's schedule is good Works. because yeah. I think we would have had a lot, and this is not to the fault oh, yeah. of Keegan at all, but it, I think we would have had quite a bit more time had we not had to recast. And we thought we would be done with shooting by the time that he could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, but you know, we, we were all like, oh, we'll be good. Um, but we wound up having to reshoot that apartment scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in between that phase, we had like three hours of just, yeah. Yeah. just chicken, chicken nugget tossing. Yeah. <laughs> chicken nugget tossing and singing the national anthem, you know. Yeah. Shooting, <laughs> well, shooting took a long time, but what took the most time out of shooting? Just like retakes or mm-hmm. just setup? I would say setting up. I would say mm-hmm. setup and running through it with the actors. Yeah. yeah. Like sure. learning. We I learned on lines. the spot. We right. learned like, lines on the spot. Yeah, because they didn't rev- they didn't get a chance to really review the script a mm-hmm. ton, mm-hmm. and then I mean, especially part like Parker wrote it, so that helped a little bit, but like he just went in, like <laughs> give me a line before like right before it starts, so it's fresh in my brain and I'm good to go. Yeah, um, right. And like whereas I said, the night before it was more sort of like Harper yeah. and um, um, Keegan reading like they memorized their parts of course the night before where yeah. and that whole thing so i would say like reshoots for lines and all that I probably took the longest yep. i don't know speaking to what you're saying about like time saving things that you can do i don't know who i was talking to but i was talking the fact that you can or you should take the footage as soon as you're done Location. And hand it off to an editor hand it off to an yeah. editor yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. sitting there on a laptop we originally were doing that in the apartment what? Um, mm-hmm. We were originally really? doing that. Yeah, uh, we did. We were, Zach would give, like, all the SD cards, and we'd put new ones in, and we'd hand them off to Sam and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole thing, um, we reset everything, and at that point, it was, like, full chaos, and we just totally, because, like, halfway through the production, we totally forgot to start transferring all the footage. We forgot the clapper. We forgot yep. to do all that stuff. So, like, syncing up audio... For our editors, man, they did yeah. a phenomenal job somehow. They had to lip read. Literally, yeah. they had to because we took out a clapper, which that was our bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Need to not do that next yeah, time. No. <laughs> no, because I, I did the clapper for like the first mm-hmm. few shots in the apartment. And then directly after that, everything was chaotic. It, was, it wasn't chaotic to the point where it was like insane. It was just everybody had their roles, yeah. but their roles were getting shifted. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. since we... Sp- didn't specify oh this is the director this is that we i was literally like i was that like giddy schoolboy as you said because i literally <laughs> was like jumping from job to job yep. just like yeah. seeing you're where i could gaffin you were boom mike holden you were lighting guy you were yeah. <laughs> i was balloon Blo- operator i was balloon, <laughs> balloon. <laughs> yeah i let it go up and down you <laughs> know what they should invent an rc balloon they do have those it's called <laughs> a blimp they have those 
There's literally. Excuse me. What I'm was that? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can pull it up on the like, screen, but look up a uh, shark balloon. Oh yeah, RC I've seen. You know the name? I've seen RC that. shark balloon. Yeah, look up a video, even better. It, it like balances on the Hector. bottom part and yeah. it points Hector, it up and down. Hector definitely like you know uh, funded this this project. <laughs> you can just see fundraiser.org. Hector Gonzalez, top <laughs> Oh yeah, top <laughs> contributor <laughs> for the. And all you gotta do is just put a GoPro shark. on it and then just like. Huh? Oh, and you get a drone. Oh. Oh. You've seen these before. I've seen you had them. to. <laughs> it's an RC balloon. There you go. It's a shark, though. It's still a balloon. That would have been true. great as the smiles balloon. <laughs> it <laughs> like sharks. morphs into just this Dude, giant shark. We make Sharknado Seven. <laughs> oh <laughs> and no! And it's just a bunch of those. But it's oh, all we buy like effects. <laughs> we buy like five hundred thousand shark RC balloons. Yeah, that's the score would totally change at that point. It'd be like. We went to a pitch fest for a uh, film. Right. And um, as we were there, uh, one of the judges was talking about his experiences and about how always keep your options open and always be able to talk to in- be able to talk to anybody about your about your passion projects. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about how an instance where he was just thrown into a scenario where he had to pitch to a particular producer who produced. Sharknado, and right when he said that, I was like, "Well, nah. is that who you want?" <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never seen it. So yes, it's, it's bad, pretty funny, <laughs> but it's so bad it's good. It makes a lot of money. So it makes a ton of money. It's and a gateway project. Yes, it's a way to get anything. What I say is like, if you're like really passionate about the industry, you'll do anything to get into the industry. Smiles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 like if there's a director that like. You usually hate their films, but he says he gives you an opportunity to, to like even PA on his thing. You're gonna do it. Oh yeah, definitely. So mm. any any like anybody that has connections, any way to get your foot in the industry, it all comes together, and that's how you get started. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Th- yeah. There's a whole world. Like I was just getting introduced to it, like during mm-hmm. that that f- pitch fest, basically, of how they were talking about literally stuff like this. The 48 hour film challenge. Guys are kind of just like thrown into it kind of put into it um a guy that i know um i'm blanking on his name uh, todd no nope. scott <laughs> nope uh, jeffrey anyways anyways henry um he's uh i've told told zach about this um he's actually in he's composed music for uh films and he wants to actually work for disney eventually hmm. he's even John in Carpenter. the pro- he's in oh the process yeah. of producing his own kids film I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm, I talked. Was to him he for at a the pitch fest? Yeah. Was he at like no, that no, no, no? Or this is this is somebody that I know personally, oh, okay. outside Whoa. of school. Okay. Um, and he's totally in that world. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, and in Megamind, the uh, Titan, Will Ferrell, Titan, um, the the other guy. He's kind of like a uh, a heavier set comedian, big man. I don't know. Big man oh. on screen. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's a comedian. He was like in, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Hannibal Burris. But he. Fluffy. No. Uh, big, big boy comedians. John Candy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <Aww>. um, 
Roseanne Barr. <laughs> She's canceled. But anyways, um, <laughs> let's talk. About Jonah Hill. Ooh. Ah. Um, him. He's not heavy set anymore, though. No, not anymore. But um, they they were both they both looked very similar, and they both ran for the same parts. They both did f- similar films or tried to go out for similar films huh. together, huh. and so like. Jonah Hill and random like celebrities are like he's just friends with like he's like been to their house like for parties and stuff like that and just like sitting in the pool and just like hanging out which is random people but it's just like it's like the the connections you have like I I need to get in contact with him and just like literally because he he gave me a lot of pointers while I was right after I did the film project um, I was talking to him just about hey like this is what I did this was fun and everything and he was just mentioning all it takes is just be be helpful mm-hmm. yeah and that's how you progress and literally he was helpful for a model and they said i want him at my next shoot oh wow and so he came back Stoke. kept going um like famous model uh, i don't know who she is <laughs> <laughs> um summer ray i don't know about the model world <laughs> Anyways, Heidi Klum. E, no. Oh, imagine <laughs> <laughs> um, Lizzo. But yeah, so uh, Daisy Ridley. He was just basically saying like <laughs> he was just helpful and he was just there on time. Yeah, did his thing. Uh, was off the scene when he was supposed to be and mm-hmm. on the scene when he was supposed to be, and he ranked up and basically he's at the point where potentially he wants to work at Disney and for all I know he very well could. That's oh so yeah, cool. And, uh, that yeah. that's one thing that just it's like a life thing for whatever industry yeah. you're in. You never know when opportunity is going to come through the door. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. for you guys know, but for those who don't, I work at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. And so the I work more. I work in the DI department, so I get a lot of people that come in, like l- buying camera equipment, buying cameras and stuff. And so even just yesterday, I've been. I'm applying for, like, a Phoenix Sun social media internship, Ooh. like, doing production for them. Nice. And so, like, about a month ago, I met a gal by the name of Allison. I helped her buy a battery. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what do you do? You shoot with an A7 III? Because that's what the battery's for. And she's like, yeah, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, I managed the Phoenix Sun's Instagram. I was like, oh, what the heck? I actually just applied for an internship with you guys. And she's like, oh, sweet. Um, yeah, I know we just brought on, like, the last few interns, but we open them up, like, all the time. I was like, oh, awesome. So I applied again um, recently. And then out of nowhere yesterday, some guy comes in tall, like, 6'5", six, 6'7", six, um, and he's messing with me the whole time, saying he's a soccer player, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, like, we are just chumming around. I go, oh, yeah. He's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a student, uh, minor in marketing, digital production major all this good stuff, and he goes, oh, that's crazy, you, you, like, have anything lined up? I was like, oh, not yet, uh, I actually just applied for the internship, I was just letting him know, he goes, oh, that's crazy, I played for the Phoenix Suns, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought crazy. you played soccer in college, because that's what you told me, <laughs> and then he goes, <laughs> no, up. I'm a, I play for the Suns, I'm a center, and I'm like, Oh, and then I looked up his name because, like, I was helping him and I signed him up for all his crap. And it's I, I looked up Czech Diallo, and sure enough, there Gee, he is. And I'm that's like, that's awesome. I'm like, it's oh, so cool. Okay, so that's yeah. just, and it's just one of those things. Like, yeah, literally, you never know who you're gonna talk to. You never know who you, you never know who you're gonna run into. Yeah, to 
give you an opportunity. You could run into a famous Hollywood producer or director in an elevator in downtown Phoenix just because. Oh, you yeah. Know, why are they there? Who knows? But you could. And yeah. they say, yeah. hey, what? or you, you recognize them, and they go, what do you do? And you're like, well, I'm a film student. And yeah. then you, they say, pitch me something. Here's your chance. Yeah. So yeah. you never know what opportunity is going to come through the door. Right. And here's here's a big thing that I, I – I, so um, – I've worked on a, I've met a couple like producers, directors. Uh, I'm not allowed to disclose who they are or what we talked about because you know science and paperwork, all this stuff. But it was Alfred Hitchcock, it was. <laughs> he's, he's actually not dead. Um, what? But what I'm saying is, it's like it all happened simply because like all I did was just ask. Because I think people are always afraid to ask mm-hmm. because they feel like they think, oh, this well, this person, you know, they're so busy and they they, they can't. Okay, but they were once where you were. Mm-hmm. And and a lot, especially exactly. in the film industry, I've noticed, is that they, they remember. Yeah. Um, they know where they came from. Yeah. And they're not competing against you. You know, like like in the business world, you know, there's there's a lot of competition in the business. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of competition in film, but I've noticed that a lot of filmmakers, they actually enjoy, like, help pulling people up. Yeah. yeah. Which is something oh, yeah. really Look cool. Look at um, Spielberg and Abrams. Spielberg took yeah. Abrams under his wing. Abrams was just doing, like, little short films like we do. Mm-hmm. And he was like a student, I believe. He was at a, like a pretty prestigious college. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Spielberg caught wind of him and took him under his wing. And I'm sure down the road, because Abrams seems like a very nice guy when I watch him in Abr- or interviews, he's probably going to do the same thing. Yeah, oh yeah. And that could oh be yeah. you on the end of this microphone. <laughs> Whoever this is, whoever's listening, that could be you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, just go for it. If you ask, the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no. Yeah. Right. Now, if you're like deathly afraid of the word no, don't ask. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, do ask. no, do ask anyways. Do ask, do ask anyways. Because yeah. the more no's you get, eventually you'll get a yes. Exactly. Right. Dating 101. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say it. I was going to say it, but then, you know. Uh, my, yeah. my, my tips to approaching a celebrity, because I'm in the same boat, <laughs> I've approached many celebrities in my day. Not huge, like, mega celebrities, more so, like, because I go to cons. I go to, like, PAX and yeah. TwitchCon and all that, so I've approached minor, you know, personalities, I yeah, guess yeah, you could yeah. say. Yeah, And the biggest thing you do is, like, a lot of the times they're willing to meet you, and, like, if you just... This is my go-to. Uh, we, we don't have a camera rolling, so I can't really do it, but I'll do it in person. As I go, I give them a head nod, I go... And if they give me a head nod back, I go... Again, I head nod again, and then I... They give me another one, then I walk over to them and say, are you, just to be sure, like, I just give them, like, a little bit of, are you, blah, 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 and they're like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, nice to meet you, man, you're dope, and they're like, oh, thanks, and for these cases, like, a Twitch streamer, I'm not going to be like, you want to collab sometime, so I just oh, say, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love what you do, make a lot of people happy, and that's it, if it's producer, be like, um, do you have any tips? Like, ask, like, ask for yeah, like advice. Oh ask yeah. for something because that's yeah. gonna make it seem like it's not gonna make it seem like you're desperate to like meet them and be like, oh my gosh. It's more yeah. like you're a student and you really want to learn. So if they see that, yeah, you're I think be fine. it's the difference in between like, oh, you're a celebrity versus oh, like I actually oh really just want God, to know. let me get a picture. Yeah, like yes. I always like I always uh, that was a big thing to me because I'm like, I'm sure it gets irritating when people are like. <gasps> You're Chris Pratt or whatever, yeah. you know? And so, like, but you're, um, not. you're Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Which I have actually, okay, I have a story for that this, right after this. It was great. Um, Zach has met Alfred Hitchcock. 
<laughs> I have met Elvin. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it's, um, but like I always started off and I'm like, "Hi, my name's Zach," so that I'm not your, <laughs> you know. Hi, my name's Zach. Your name is Zach. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, "Hey, my name's Zach," and they're usually like, "Hi," you know, I'm so and so, and then they tell you, right? Because I they like to tell you. They I I've learned something by listening to podcasts and stuff. Act, actors and like producers and stuff do not like you telling them what they've done. It's oh like my gosh. It's yeah. like if I walked Hi, up and I was hello like, "Hello, Quentin Tarantino. Um, you made Pulp Fiction. Wow. Yeah. It's like if you, you just did good that. job. It's like you if I walked that. up to Brian Mueller Attaboy. and I was just like, Brian Mueller, you're the president of GCU. He'd be like, <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, how, what do you respond to that? Yeah. Um, but okay, part two. Um, <laughs> the story. I'm gonna throw this in the garbage right quick. Oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> that was That's noise. I hit a light. Buckets. You made it. You I hit a light yeah, and nice. I made it in the trash. Yeah, huh? you made it. And wow. no faculty saw it. <laughs> so we will not get kicked out of the room. <laughs> Cut you. Okay, but okay, so I have a great uh, I have a great story. So, I was in a bathroom in an LA shopping mall, right? And uh, I was just like washing my hands, you know? As you yeah. do. And Good suddenly hygiene. I hear this voice At behind me. And this guy's like shaking and he goes, <gasps> It was Morgan Freeman. And he goes, you're Tom Holland. You're Spider-Man. Okay. And oh gosh, <laughs> to you? Oh yeah, to me. To you. Oh, okay. to you. Oh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. no. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Wait. He said that to me, um, uh, which is not the first time. That, this is not the first time that that has happened. But what? My favorite. Tom Holland? Twice. It, it's, it's I never, don't understand. It's not, it's not. Okay, it's not from the front. It's like. It's always wait. Turn around. Oh my God! Turn around, it's Tom turn Holland. <laughs> it's, it's always from the. Oh my God! It's Tom Holland, guys. It's so not. Uh, you oh wait, no, it's not. Oh, now it is. <laughs> no, you have to be. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. man, I thought Tom Holland apparently, was in here for a second. Apparently, it's the jaw. I don't. I don't know. Like, I. I don't look like Tom Holland. But um. <laughs> nope. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I yeah, and I get uh, told I look like Zac Efron. <laughs> Long uh. silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like I legitimately don't see it. But, but this dude and this other dude, but this dude, like, he was like freaking out. And then I turned around, right? And he was like, "Oh, oh dude, why do you look like Tom? Holland? What's wrong with you?" He was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Dude, I wish I was Tom Holland right now." Um, oh, what just happened? Are you okay? I <laughs> wish. <laughs> 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 Wish. No, well, because because he was just like, oh, you're not Tom Holland. He was real disappointed. Oh man, and I was like, I didn't want to let. Was it like it? Was it a kid? He he was like he was like 15. But he was uh, what in the world? Yeah, <laughs> he was. So that is random. <laughs> it was it, it was. Um, anyway, he thought he had found Tom Holland, and that was his response. Which I that probably would have scared Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Holland. Oh probably if were you peeing? Luckily, <laughs> <laughs> I was washing my hands oh, at this point. Okay. Oh, God. If, if, it, if it's the other way around. Yeah, poor Tom Holland. What does yeah. he go through? I, yeah, yeah, can you imagine with it? If I go through that, <laughs> what does Tom Holland go through? If yeah. not actually Tom Holland goes through what Tom Holland would go through, then we got a Tom Hollandception going on. Tomception. Tomception. Is that our <laughs> is that our next film? Tomception. Oh and it's a uh, we only film him from the back. <laughs> no, it's it's Tom Holland, right? And he plays front. himself. <laughs> oh, I love. I'm Tom Holland. <laughs> Oh, oh, hello, guys. I always play Spotty, man. <laughs> I shoot webs. That's actually kind of accurate. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland, mate, you know. I, uh, 
He's not Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Australian. I was like, well, hey, hold on. But, um, Damn crumpets. Mayo. But, um. <laughs> Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said? Listen to my Australian accent. I was trying to be just a horrible accent person, which it worked, right? <laughs> I think everyone Got knew the, that that was Can I just bad. say this really fast before we get into another segment? Segment. Yeah. Yeah. A segment. Hector's shirt is on backwards. It is. This one is. <laughs> I've been looking at the accurate. tag. Like for the past <laughs> 20 I, minutes. See, I was looking at the buttons and what? I was like, this is unique. Your, his flannel is inside out. Yes, That's his flannel was. was inside out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an purposeful style. <laughs> hey, I totally, you can see the I stitches totally the didn't tag. realize that I was like already like that. five minutes late <laughs> for this podcast and just grabbed the closest jacket. I just style. didn't wear clothes. <laughs> Yeah, oh. me and Zach are actually in the nude right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a desk protecting the rest exactly. of us. Exactly. It's yep. in my contract. I only do podcast yeah. nude. I'm sure my publicist told you about that. Publicist so, told you about that. So when <laughs> I was a kid, when I was like really, really little, yeah. um, uh, I had these wired rimmed glasses that were just like round, and they'd actually curved around my ears, like they were totally oh. like the ri- the wired glasses. I was r- really small. Um, and everybody, no joke, it felt like everybody, but people would walk up and adamantly, from the front, like, full-on everything, they would say, oh, are you from Stuart Little? Because I look like George <laughs> Little, <laughs> like the little kid. Uh, yeah. And everybody was like, oh. oh, are you from Hollywood? Like, oh, can I get a picture? <laughs> like, like, I was literally, like, with my mom holding the side of the shopping cart, like, Walking down Walmart and literally people were just like, "Oh my!" and I just like look at them like, "Don't say it." No, no. That sounds like such a backwards thing to say. Are you from Hollywood? No. Yeah. Hey, if you don't want to like specify which which movie, it's just like, "Hey, you from Hollywood, dude? Have I seen you in a Hollywood movie? Have I seen you in a?" Have, have I seen movie? you in one of those uh, newfangled uh, motion Nickelodeon pictures? <laughs> motion pictures? <laughs> motion pictures? Yeah, but no, I had a... And then, and then, like, a few years later, I was Ralph from Christmas <laughs> Story. And, like, literally, even to this day, when I wear my glasses, people are like, eh, you look like Ralph. And I'm just like, <laughs> I have... Like, thanks? I, like, I don't know how to take that. Yeah, I, I get, um, I get um, Magic Mike a lot. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people people say I look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I, look like I don't a, see it, but yeah, it's weird. I get Kevin Hart all the time, which I'm fine with it. You know, <laughs> oh my, you gosh. know, I'll, I'll take it, I guess. Instagram. Okay, this is how I rank these social media, like the social medias that are going to help you the most in your career. Yeah, for film students specifically. Any anybody anybody. Interesting. Okay, well, no, except for business people, because business is going to be LinkedIn all the time. Yeah. But the number one most universal is going to be Instagram. Yep. Yeah. After Instagram, I'll probably say LinkedIn. After yep. LinkedIn, I'm going to say Twitter. And then after Twitter, I'm going to say Facebook. LinkedIn, that's hot. Is that high? LinkedIn's hot, dude. It is. It's very hot. There's mm. a lot. Like, okay. I'm learning a lot so more much, about it in class. Not so much for, I mean, they have film opportunities on that. Like, you can apply for Disney internships there you can apply for a ton of internships <laughs> you, you just got chills <laughs> <laughs> i can apply for disney 
Oh, oh, I can apply for Disney. But so <laughs> me and Keegan, <laughs> I would say like you need to get in like if you're an up and coming and you're like trying to get into any industry, start making a representable, uh, almost like portfolio on Instagram. Yeah. Like get work up on there, all that stuff, or at least make mm-hmm. like a. Like a business one. I, I ended up, I, I, I've had like five Instagrams. I currently have four. None of them have followers. Is it quantity or quality on Instagram? Quality. Okay. Yeah. I would say quality. 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you you would know it too with Lopreme. Yeah. So Lopreme is, you know, you don't post every single day. Yeah. What I would, and the nice thing, if you want to post every single day, they made something for it. A story. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can post yeah, a story, yeah, yeah. yeah, rather than a like actual post, yeah. But yeah. just like making sure that you're putting out like your best work and stuff, um, I just think it it helps you a ton in the long run. Because when I'm applying for like the Phoenix Suns internship, they ask like, oh, what if what kind of experience you have on social media? Granted, it's a social media internship. <laughs> I have four. So I I send them my Instagram, I send them my Twitter, send them my LinkedIn, send them all that stuff, and mm-hmm. they take that into account and right. Your most successful yeah. Instagram. <laughs> Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like what you were pointing out there about like Instagram being a big platform. And I think it's, it's becoming bigger, bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. um, especially nowadays. But um, something I've noticed is like, just like you were saying, quality over quantity. So I followed Disney Plus for all about like two weeks before it started to get annoying. Yes. And they'd post two to three times a day. Yep. And it just felt like I had adverts in between, you know. Yeah, that's because that's all they yeah, were doing. Exactly. So, I, I I don't mind following a company, but the most you do is one once a day. So and so what Disney Plus did wrong is overpost. I was in the yeah. same boat. I'm following right away. Um, they still have 2.1 million. Of followers. course, you know it's I mean, obviously. Well, Come on. Hey. But how many did they lose? Come on. <laughs> Corporate companies that do really well at their department like the number one right now for me is netflix yeah because they their account is literally a meme page that's for netflix shows and that's such great marketing oh yeah it's unreal um but just like having having an image on any sort of platform uh a positive image one that looks clean and you know well made and good right then you're gonna be you know you're in good hands you're 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 helping yourself rather than bring yourself down. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I may decide to. So I did something that I mean, it, it it could be the worst idea in the world, but um, for a while I had a separate Instagram account that I used for my stuff, but no one followed it. That's and so I was like, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, so here's the yeah. problem. So what I, I found, yeah. interestingly enough, I merged my my regular. And my professional account, which you could be like, oh, that's a bad mm-hmm. idea. But to be honest with you, the only time I ever post on my regular account is when I make a film or exactly. something. Yeah. And I was like, well, here's the other thing is I want someone to be able to look through and be like, okay, this is the kind of person they want to. This yeah. is the yeah. thing. The reason that I ended up not doing a business account rather than like you know between business and personal. The reason I went with yeah. personal is because when I want when I want, when I have somebody like interested in looking at me and like possibly hiring me i want them to not only see my work that you can find my personal i want them to see like my image and what my brand is and like how i like what kind of person i am and instagram you know i try to keep mine pretty real because i know it can be fabricated on a lot of accounts and stuff yeah and of course the social media you want to be in your best image um which that's fine 
Um, but I think having that personal and business in one area just makes it a lot easier to be uh, defined. Is that the word? Yeah, well, because I think the nice thing about it is, is number one, it shows that you're willing to kind of like put yourself out there. Whereas if you have the business account, number one, you got to give someone two accounts. Yeah. You know, uh, and number two, it's like, okay, the business account is all professional and it just, I don't know, it just feels too corporate. Whereas mm-hmm. I think, um, especially in creative fields, people kind of want to know, like they said at the Pitch Fest, they want to know who is behind, you know, who's behind the work, who's behind right. this. What kind of um, person are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're the most boring individual ever, they probably don't want you working on a huge creative project. Here I am on my Monday afternoon enjoying a cup of coffee with my dog and my book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't post that over. That's a story. <laughs> That's a story. You don't yeah. you don't yeah. make that a full post. Or if or the or they can look at your story and if you're on your story and you're like Wow. That's a nice sky. Wow. 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 Oh wow. <laughs> hey, unless oh, you're wow. Owen Wilson and he can be like, <laughs> Wow, that's pretty neat. Wow. Wow, listen. <laughs> Ka-chow. You're like a whole new guy. Ka-chow. But yeah, that those are awesome. But points. yeah, like any anything, social media, not only mental, mel- melting our brains, it's making our futures brighter. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of ours darker. Time to take on everyone else's darker. Time to take on TikTok. Oh gosh, follow <laughs> oh my TikTok. My. Suck for beans. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> TikTok name S U K. Yo, the number four beans. <laughs> Yo, suck for beans. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug right there. My uh, my TikTok is uh, it's Zachary. And then afterwards, beans. Uh, beans. Well, actually, surprisingly, no. Uh, <laughs> shocker, but it's, it's good. E on the end is my last name. That's crazy. Good wow. E. Uh, wow. No. Good. What did you say? <laughs> Whoa. My name is definitely, yeah, yeah, my name is technically good. I mean, it's spelled G O O D E, but uh, most people think it's either Goudé. Goudé. Sounds French. Goudé, Goudé, Goudé. Goudé. <laughs> Dude. But yeah. Oh, good day. <laughs> My <laughs> name is Zachary Godet. Um, Zachary. Francino. But it is, it's pronounced, it's pronounced good. At what point in time frame are we oh, looking at? I want to we'll show my mom. You want to show your mom? <laughs> you can actually, which actually, what's actually cool about this is I want this to get big enough to the point where whoever's on it, it actually can be a ref- point of reference yeah, for like credentials per se. It'd be so cool. This Would is going to launch my comedy career. Hey, bro, I very well can. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I'm down. I'm literally I'm so down. Ready. Guys, I'm down for anything. This is this podcast is called Vention, and it's about people and their passions. So uh, through this process, it's I want to be able to fund our projects. I have a hundred passions, so I can be on the show a hundred times. Dude. There you go. <laughs> right down. there. But like, so I want to be able to fund all of our projects. Through this, like basically, I'm gonna be like best friends with Kickstarter. Boom! I was actually the um, executive director for Kickstarter, youth director. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like for for I Start Valley, which like runs hand in hand. And um, what you don't say? The and more so I learn about you, Christian. And so like basically, what? um, yeah, I got like a volunteer service award from Obama, and it was like a a medal and stuff like Hold that. Hold on, <laughs> Obama. Obama, not like Obama. The, 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 the Obama, the Barack Obama. <laughs> but so. basically, guys, so 
I'm just gonna be like Beth, like on Kickstarter all the time with all these projects. Yeah. If they get funded, we can do them. So I want to be able to do a bunch of 48 hour challenges if we wanted on scripts that we can come up with on the spot. Oh. So basically, if us four in this exact same invert like scenario came up with a script and basically threw it up on Kickstarter. I throw up a lot. On Kickstarter. On Kickstarter. (laughs) 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 And just basically told them, like, hey, we can do this for this. All right, all right. All right, here we go. You you should answer, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are we bringing them out? Okay, I got Hello. Yeah. Hello. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm. I got spotty connection. Um, I is this Preston Hajik? Yes. Hi, sir. Um, this is a uh, Captain Davis with the U.S. military. Um, I assume you are uh, 18 years of age, correct? Yes, I am. Uh, well, right. it's uh just. I just want to inform you that you will be receiving a letter soon. Um, you ha- you are being drafted, sir. All right, sounds good. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that would go too. Sorry, what was that? I didn't hear you. Where will that letter go to? I will go to GCU. That is where your okay, current status is, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, thank you for your service, or soon to be service, at least. <laughs> and uh, God bless America. Yeah, what was your name again? Uh, Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Hoorah, brother. Hoorah. Uh, actually, Preston, you are on the Vention podcast hosted by the beautiful Christian Peterson. Say hello. And I accepted it with joy. I accepted it with joy. We with failed joy. that <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so basically, Preston, we just wanted to give you a call since, you know, you are a very adamant piece of uh, smiles. You know, you were, uh, you were the balloon man. You were. Yes, sir. What was uh what was your favorite part of that whole experience? Oh, uh favorite part of the whole experience. Um probably on, on or off camera. On or yeah, just anything. It Overall. was it was with I mean, Zach camera. as the best director, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> um on camera on camera was very good. Um yeah, it was fun to be acting. On camera you know, was a very acting, good it was fun, fun to act again. <laughs> Yeah, off camera was fantastic as well. It was a fantastic experience overall. Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the uh, next 48 or 72 or whatever comes next, even 24. Who knows? <laughs> we kind of already got a team. To get, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we already have a balloon guy. Oh, That's have right. To, uh, imagine getting the exact same prompt. We yeah, should do. We just hilarious. do smiles just again, smiles again, <laughs> like exactly yep. two hours, but like <laughs> shot for sequel. shot, like it is a shot for yeah. shot remake. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you for calling us back. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. We're all looking yeah, forward. We're to looking forward to working with you some more, and I'll see you on Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank Sorry. you. Bye-bye. See you, Preston. Yeah. See ya. Yep. Bye. What a great guy. The military? Alex Jones in the military? <laughs> I didn't know where to go, man. I panicked. <laughs> You're like, what's your name? Uh, I think Alex, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. <laughs>
<laughs> he knew it was you from the start. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> We've been hanging out almost every weekend for the past three months. Man, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I started. Should've, I started going from. I tried to do this voice. Copyright, 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 copyright. Thank you. <laughs> I have PTSD from getting copyrighted on YouTube. <laughs> copy and, strike. And my Twitch streams, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, I get copy strike. Oh, yeah, they give me all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds oh like fun. God. It's not. That's why you have Zach here compose you some. I know. Some Can you that's right. compose every single YouTube video I make? Go f- yeah. <laughs> Makes it all I'll in a minor key. <laughs> <laughs> the exact Can same Can you songs. compose all my TikToks? I will, I will compose. You will have a full orchestral score for your TikTok. I was in the club. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> Can I just say right now, uh, our viewers won't be able to see this, but your backpack looks like a face. Boom. That's <laughs> the next movie. Back face. Called back frowns. Face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Frowns. frowns. That's called back knee. <laughs> uh, back face uh, sponsored by back knee cream. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Backdrum. That's how we defeat it. Sponsored by Bagney. <laughs> Wait, that's backwards. Yeah. This time, whenever you have the backpack on, you just become a horrible student. <laughs> like, it's really not that bad. It's not that you just, bad. You just kind of like start you don't failing fail your classes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't, you can't figure out the math problem just right. Hector wants us to stick to the script. No, I'm, a- I'm asking if you had another topic. Anything else? No, Watch this was pretty much fun. This, this was... Mm. All right, well, later, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, um, it's been fun. No, the whole thing was basically just talking about the, f- the challenge itself, but... Did we do that? Yeah, we did that at the start. I guess At so, the yeah. start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's, what po- that's yeah, the great thing about podcasts. Yeah, the the best part that came around was when we were talking about, like, the real, like, nitty-gritty advice. Yeah. 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 That was great. Because we learned, we learned a lot with that one. Yeah, because oh, yeah. we literally did everything wrong. <laughs> hey. Okay. Now, 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 hold on a minute. <laughs> now, you just wait a gosh darn second. <laughs> Except for at the very beginning, I will say that we all did it very well when the clapping was on point. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this wouldn't have came together without Christian. Exactly. exactly. If we didn't have that clapping at the beginning. You wouldn't have a poster. <laughs> you wouldn't have a poster. Oh, no, without the, the, the that poster, by the way. Dude, so good. Woo! I was not expecting that when you came up to me and you said, "Yeah, I do. Di- I do graphic design." I was like, "Uh huh." Yeah, and yeah. then I saw it. I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah." Yeah, you said uh-huh. that. And we were like, uh-huh. <laughs> "Yeah, you said that." We were like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right, guy." And then <laughs> you, and yeah, then you brought saying. it out. No, well, because it's like it's like you already <laughs> like told us. <laughs> like you literally, you were like, you like told us like all this cool stuff that you could do, and we're like, ah, oh, okay, he's got to be bragging, but no. And then he started sketching, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then when you sent us that first version that night, the colored like within Illustrator and stuff, I was like, me and Hector Woo. looked at each other like, oh my god, yeah. Well, no, the thing is Nani? like, any any time <laughs> that someone like comes up and like just starts like, and like they have like all these different things that they say that they're good at. You know, you're like, okay, well, you know, right. I'm sure you're good at one of those. Well, or I like tried to say everything that was, like, beneficial. Right. I wasn't, like, yeah. especially, but like, in that scenario, I wasn't, like, jumping in, like, hey, guess what, everybody? I can <laughs> well, use <yeah>. a clapper. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, but, like, when you're, but it was different because you're, like, actually really good at all of that uh, you stuff. You were, yes. And so we were just, like, dude, this guy's, like, is <laughs> so insanely uh, talented. So I'm doing the poster for um, Zach's. Uh, one of his films that he wants to post is on I- confidential? IMDb. It is, is not confidential. It's already been posted on YouTube. It's going okay. to the GCU Film Festival. Oh. Um, What's it called? Uh, is it the musical one? 
Uh, no, that one was actually just a straight up stage musical. Okay. Um, that I directed, but it's called Static. Um, it's one that I did back in the good old Texas. Good old Texas. Oh, yeah, State of Texas. You it to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the basic idea of it, of it is there's a, a supernatural television that gives a man insight when he has to choose between his marriage and his wildly successful band. Oh. So Ooh. there is some music. Yes, I did. I write a full <laughs> score for it. Um, but yeah, and it was it was my first like well I know it wasn't my first but it was like my first like actually good film, um, and it's it's won a couple of awards so I'm gonna take it to the howdy <laughs> <Get out laughs> <of you>, man <laughs> I'm gonna take it to this GC film festival sure. too nice heck yeah on on that note that's like your uh, I'm n- I'm not super versed in this in this world of film and stuff like that but do you most people especially for being directors and stuff like that do they have like their particular like claim to fame. That they kind of like ride along um, until they can find like a, a new passion project that goes li- that like surpasses that. Yeah, and it's a it's a blessing and a curse because yeah. sometimes what a director will become known for will be something that isn't fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. right. And there were coattails would be ro- road throughout Hollywood like Sharknado. Mama <laughs> signs that guy like uh, <laughs> like a direct. The thi- it's so cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. The thing is one. A director, because there's so many of us out here, like out there. Yeah. One director will make one bad film, never get hired again. Yeah. It's He's ridiculous. Um, and then there's also the stigma of like, look at George Lucas. Before he did Star Wars, he was making other great, fi- well, making other films. <laughs> they were okay. They were good. Um, because he's always been a really big visionary. But then he came out of Star Wars, and yes, he loves Star Wars and stuff. But a lot of times there can be burnout. Yeah. anything yeah mm-hmm. and so being known as hey he's the star wars guy and not yeah, anything yeah. else that he's done then it just kind of starts like mm-hmm. yeah getting droning on the creator yeah and yeah. I, I like like for instance the one thing i'm worried about is um so like one like one of my favorite directors just as a visionary and the way he sees the world is jj abrams i love mm-hmm. his style and everything but like all these people complained about the rise of skywalker and i'm not gonna go into that oh boy uh, I'm not gonna uh, go into that, you know. Um, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> listen, I I love a Star Wars movie. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I love. Like, I just I liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it had a lot of glaring flaws, but that's the thing: is it's Star Wars. Don't take it seriously, guys. Yeah. It's a fun movie. So anyway, but like, you know, that Rotten Tomatoes score was not up there, and there's yeah. a lot of people that didn't like it. That can, that kind of thing can really like mess up a person's career. But he's got so many like super he has all, eight. He, yeah, he has super eight. He has so many accolades already. Yeah, yeah. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be good. I think yeah. he'll be good because he had the Mission Impossible movies and Star Trek and, and all those. But he has some great other movies that no one's. But you have to think of it this way as well. Sure, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a bad score, but Rotten Tomatoes isn't everything. The fans loved that movie. And then the next one. Uh, you think so? Because which one are you talking about? Eight or seven? I'm talking about seven and nine. Okay, he yes, both. he did seven and nine, then Ryan Johnson did eight. Yeah. And what I was going to say, like, the critics loved eight, but the fans hated it. And right. then the critics hated seven and nine, but the fans loved it. Right. So, as a director, as long as one of the sides likes your films, like, pe- yeah. and I still like, I, I like eight. Crucify me if you want. I like eight. <laughs> I thought it was. A, I thought visually it was a oh, very yeah. pleasing I mean, movie. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars story wise, yeah, it was a mess up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they took a fall. It was a noopsie. But I and then I think Abram pulled it all together. 
Yeah, because I think I think Abrams had Without a vision. Spoiling yeah, I think Abrams had a vision, and then I think Ryan Johnson was kind of like, eh, no, and, you know, didn't, and then and Let then Abrams came this. back, and Abrams was like, eh, I'm still gonna do my vision, you know, and he's like, because I, I still really wanted to do it, yep. and he could, and he did, and it was good. I enjoyed it. He pulled it together. He did. Um, but that's that's what I was saying. Like, it's like there's there's some people that are visionaries. Um, and Ryan Johnson is is a great director. Oh, he is. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that Last Jedi didn't take him down because uh, Knives Out was great. Oh, dude. Dude. Knives Out, Out was, was nuts. Dude. It was great. Have you seen it, Christian? No, I haven't. Watch Knives Out. One of watch the best dialogue-driven films you'll ever watch. You know what I'm really excited for? Um, Snyder is... No. Christopher Nolan is coming out with Tenet. Oh, Tenet looks... Christopher Nolan yeah. is one of those... He's got great he films. Mm. Like... When you talk about the greatest, you you know you got Spielberg, you got Hitchcock, you got um, Kubrick. Um, I I honestly, I I put Christopher Nolan up there with like the like the greats now. Tarantino, yeah. I put him up there with like the talk of the great because he has brought it in every movie. Like I don't know one movie that I did like dislike from him. Yeah, that's true, dude. I think ten. This is like a prediction. I think it's going to be like the next Matrix. It's going to be similar. I think it's, well, mm-hmm. I think Because he's messing be with time. And yeah. since it's him messing with time, you know how like precise he is in his films. Mm-hmm. If you start a timer, uh, like the Dark Knight uh, bomb in Tokyo thing, when he goes kidnaps that guy, he sets a timer on his bat gear. And if you set a timer at that exact like time uh, that it happens in the movie, when your timer ends, the scene ends. Mm. That's how much he pays attention to time. Like mm. everything in his movie is spot on. Yeah, he's. I mean, Interstellar is. I mean, as long as it was, it was great. It mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Like, like you watch that the whole movie. Th- you watch the whole thing, and 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 like, someone complained about. It. They're like, well, not much happens, and I'm like, but you are on the edge of your seat the entire exactly. movie. Mm-hmm. It you know hundred percent. And I I kind of compare Nolan to. A Kubrick style of director because Kubrick yeah. was known for. Um, there's actually an epic rap battles of history yeah. bar rap bar in it where he says like, basically says like, I'll do a thousand like I'll do thousands of takes until I get it right. That's right. that's the kind of vibe I get from like Nolan. Yeah, and they're they're so um so here's here's what I think is kind of the difference between because um, you can't compare. I don't think you can no. compare those two with Spielberg, and the reason is because those two so they're. They're more like darker and thoughtful films, mm-hmm. um, which is I think I think those are good, and um, I enjoy those. And I I tend to lean more towards the Spielberg type, sure, because Spielberg is more of the uh, he's not his films are not necessarily thoughtful. I mean, you can get good messages from them, but his films are just kind of they're just entertainment, right? It's like mm-hmm. am- American escapism, yes, hundred um, percent. Which is why I don't I don't put them in the same category because I think they're they're all really good, of course. But um, anyway, yeah, I just want to like <laughs> <laughs> Spielberg. I mean, he molded. I mean, technically, we're still kind of young for it. I was gonna say he molded our childhoods, but more like our older siblings' childhoods with ET and Jurassic Park and all yeah. that stuff, dude. Like he would like all like any director that's at that level is gonna be considered a visionary just because of their accolades and what they've done. And yeah. Spielberg is just one of those. Like anything that you, any movie you bring up and you say it's a Spielberg movie, to a normal person, they're going to be like, 
oh yeah, I love that movie. He's right. just one of those guys like almost everything he makes is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing that I love that he's intentional about, so one thing that he talked about is he, what he does is like to him every single time the camera moves in a specific way, it's on purpose to tell a story. So he doesn't he doesn't position the camera in a certain way without a purpose or whatever. And I think it's like so cool because you really can't, you can watch E.T., you don't have to listen to the audio, although if you do, I mean, John Williams' <laughs> music is <laughs> talk about a good score. But you can watch the whole movie and not hear a single sound and know what happens. Yeah. If that mm-hmm. may, like, like just from Dude. how the camera. Challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's all these, like, philosophies and all these, like, little key tricks and different things that these major directors and producers and cinematographers have been doing for their, like, entire lives. Um, how do you think, not only in your own filming experiences, but how do you think others as well could kind of find and adapt to those particular senses of like finding or maintaining a, one of your, one of your like major films per se, or, um, getting down those like timing or, uh, cinematic sweeps type of things. Like what would you guys suggest somebody to do? in order to find what they they enjoy, find what they like, and just pursue with that particular structure or um, thing? Is it kind of just like what works? It, it's, it, uh, to me, it's kind of a, you're talking like what your niche is going to be? Yeah, yeah. So, for me, I feel like a lot of people will actually dislike having a niche. But they learn to like understand like hey this is something like i do in a lot of my films because like i'm talented at it because mm-hmm. i'm good at it i know what this is yeah i know JJ how to feel Abrams about this lens flare. the lens flare baby that's like he like he gets criticized for it and then after a while stop getting criticized and now people are like this looks that super cool sick <laughs> yeah. and now it's being replicated by tons of people um young filmmakers are replicating it mm-hmm. all because he took a classic style of or a classic trope from old timey movies that like back in the day you wouldn't even bat an eye and he just made it yeah. his own it's people it was the aliens the aliens are talking to me <laughs> um but i think the way you find it is it's just every film look for something that you see reoccurring like, yeah. what's a reoccurring thing in your film? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, George Lucas, his composer, or one of his sound editors, took the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Now, every Spielberg, or every Lucas, Spielberg, you can, anything by either of those guys, because I think the sound editor worked with both of them, you'll find a Wilhelm scream. It's just mm-hmm. like, what's your niche? And what are what have you done unconsciously that you don't know that you've done, but other people notice? Basically, where I'm going is that's your trope. Yeah. So, kind of in a similar vein to what you were saying, and something one of my professors was telling me is that each person is their own and their own individual, and each person is going to bring something different to the table. You know what I mean? So it's just like you said, Alex. Just just finding out what your particular niche is as an individual, and bringing it towards those strengths, and not getting stuck with one idea. One thing, sometimes I hate to like let an idea down or shelf an idea for later. I, I hate to do that because I feel like I didn't like do it justice, but sometimes it takes putting something else down so you can pick something else up. 
and maybe even learn something else about yourself that you didn't know before. So definitely don't hold yourself back and try to pursue something and keep hitting a wall. Sometimes it's good. I don't know if this is making any sense, but oh, yeah. sometimes it's good to like, and that's like a general life advice. If you're hitting a wall in a particular area, put that down, pick something else up. Yeah, it's just as long as you're in the process of that middle ground. Like even if you're in like stuck in the middle area, you have to be picking something up at any given time. Yeah. Like granted, you can always be adding to your plate to the point where you're, you'll just like overfill, mm-hmm. uh, and then you just can't handle everything. But it is that that perfect. There is a balance there where you right. where it's not like too much quality over too much quali- quantity mm-hmm. because somebody could have a single amazing hit uh, with tons of quality. People don't like the story. Or right. you can have that complete opposite of where you just dished out tons of different things and nobody liked them because you never put time into them. Right. So there is that balance, especially for filmmakers, yeah, especially for sure. young and uh, especially mm-hmm. college students specifically. Because like right now, you don't think that um, the single prompt where it's like you're, it has to be a silent film. Like you don't know that that prompt could be your your key point to getting to for you to land this particular job because of right. this particular shot. Like you don't know, like it, so it just takes a lot of practice and a lot of doing. And so like one thing, especially yeah. about this like whole process of the 48 hour film challenge, it's so beneficial, not only in like, yes, it's a competition, but even without the competition, we should still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like in life, everybody has limits and everybody has like boundaries of like time restraints and time, time management skills and stuff like that but everything in retrospect should be able to with boundaries still get accomplished in a particular set of time sure. so yeah. like 48 hour film challenges are supposed to be intense they're supposed to be like hardcore hard driven but and like where you have no time you're scrapping for every little second but if you have the 48 hour film mentality with two weeks of production yes you yeah. can yeah. do so much oh yeah and I think you nailed it right on the head there where you said the important part is, like, doing in the first part, in the first place, you know what I mean? Because if you don't just, like, go out and do something, like, you can't expect anything to happen, you know? I think it's always good to just push your limits, push it, push it as far as you can. If you fail, sure, get back up, you're doing it again. Yep. Yeah. Always, <laughs> always push your boundaries. And I'll, I'll come at this from a just from a different perspective, from like the perspective of a, co- uh, of a composer, right? Um, because like you can think about it in that way, but um, just kind of like combined what we were talking about was, yeah, it's I mean in any creative field you're gonna have that that thing, uh, that issue of oh am I have a trope or oh do I, um, you know wh- how wh- what do I work on? Because especially with music, you know you have certain themes that you create for all these characters, right? And every single time you get a new movie or a new set or a new circumstance, you have to create all new themes and all new... And it's very easy. Oftentimes, people, like, listen to a composer's work and they're like, oh, this just sounds like, you know, Doctor Strange sounds like Star Trek or whatever. And um, because it's hard. It's hard to come up with a brand new thing every time. But I think it's... I think it's good to have your own sound. I'm trying to remember where I was actually going with that. Okay, <laughs> there it is. I was like, wait a minute. Have your own sound. Uh, yeah. Stay in school and don't do drugs. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. what you should learn from this podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah like just to put everything 
just into to wrap it up to wrap it up <laughs> to wrap it up <laughs> um, to whip it out and wrap it up <laughs> to whip whip it out, it out. <laughs> to whip it up. Um, <laughs> I just realized what I said in my head, <laughs> and I now see what that sounds like. This goes back to Harambe. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but yeah, so the the forty eight hour film challenge, time restraints, putting everything down, putting everything on the line, just working with others, learning how you work with others, be cooperative, being cooperative, and all these oh different yeah. things. It's skills that you definitely need need to learn. Mm-hmm. It's something that is fun it it really is um even after the whole thing if you make a dud film it was still fun yeah think of it yeah. as like a almost like an adrenaline rush like yeah an adrenaline rush you almost die you get an adrenaline rush still sure you almost died but you get an adrenaline rush and that's pretty right. dope yeah <laughs> well you still <laughs> have well unless you broke like all your limbs well yeah, yeah that, that, that kind of suck yeah um but I, there is actually a study that i found in psychology where they actually said that stress is actually good for you where, mm-hmm. like, the people that actually think that d- stress is d- bad for you, it actually does bad things to their body. Yeah. Physically. Interesting. It's, it's good for you, like, everything else in moderation. Yeah. Yep. Don't let stress control your life, though. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, 48-hour film challenge, super fun. Awesome experience. Do uh, it. If you ever get the opportunity, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, even if you don't have other people to do it with, like per se, like a, as in a competition, like other groups, just challenge. do it with yourself. Challenge yourself. I want to say that, yeah. Challenge yeah. yourself. Like even like get a group of friends. They don't even have to be film students. You no. and a group of friends. If I'm you're not. the if you're the film student, get in that group and say, hey guys, you want to make a movie in four hours or forty eight hours? Try it. Kids that yeah. have never acted before who it. thought it'd be fun. And at least just yeah, do it. Just at least do it. At least half of our team. Like, this was, like, real, like, they did not know much about film. Like, they yeah. hadn't done it much before, including myself. I do want to specify it's almost 5 o'clock, and I have work at 5.30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, dude, you gotta. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for it's joining me. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's been yeah. awesome. I wish I could stay here all night. Honestly. Oh, I've been dude, having a blast. I know. Dude, we'll do it one of these days. We need 24-hour podcast challenge. 24-hour live-streamed podcast. I'm totally down, guys. So am I. All right. So yeah, but this do was it. awesome. Do the forty-eight hour film challenge, do a 48. regardless. Oh yeah. Sh- like if you go in and actually find a place where they actually say give money and it, and you actually do really well, that that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like do it, do it, do it, <laughs> do it. Have fun. Stay creative. Enjoy the process. We'll see you next time. See you, see you next, next time. time. Bye. Bye.